<laughs> Shush. I don't know you. I don't like you. And as of now, I'm all over you. Did you love the search for the perfect rental on a Friday night? Finally settling on something you would regret someday until you do a podcast about movies and your irrelevant knowledge becomes relevant again. I know I did. Welcome to Mike and Anthony Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co-host, Antoine. Come bust a move where the games are played. It's chill. It's fresh. It's Noah's Arcade. Uh, Fuck that guy. Bring our take on a classic movie every Monday from the 80s, 90s, and beyond, during which we will play the game and open up a six-pack of favorite scenes. We also point out a couple of generic selections as well. At the end of the show, we'll rate the movie 1 to 24 cans. One can is a psycho hose beast tracking your every move. And 24 cans as well, just Tia Carrera and her buttery soft skin. But before we get to all that, (laughs) we want to let you know that... We have a website. It's a wonderful place, sodapopcultureclub.com, where you can make your own movie suggestions. So if you want to guarantee we do your movie, all you have to do is make a donation of $25 using our Venmo or PayPal. The name is at sodapopcultureclub.com. Don't forget to make sure you say what it is for when you make your donation. We also strongly encourage you to email us, letting us know why you want us to do the movie you requested. You can email us at Mike and Anthony at sodapopcultureclub.com. That's only if you don't use the request portal, because we do have one of those. We do. We do. We sure do. If you want to support. <laughs> yeah. I use it. And if you want I, to su- I tried to order a pizza off at once. It didn't work. I think it's broken. That's because it goes to our email and I respond. Uh, I if you want to support pizza. the show. And if you want to support the show, unlike Anthony, uh, without a movie request, it's easy. Just hit the merch link on the website and all your wildest dreams will come true. T-shirts, hoodies, fanny packs, NFTs go crazy. And a couple more things. Don't forget to share the show with your friends. If you have any, check out our Instagram at Mike and Anthony, where we post thirst traps of Anthony's belly roll. As he has said, mm. you can do this. Yeah. <laughs> we also have a Twitch channel where he may show it live to you someday. Admittedly, it hasn't been very active lately because we've been recording on our Tuesday nights. But eventually, I promise I will be there for you. And it'll be like we have a homecoming. And I look you in the eyes and I say, you complete me. I'm just... I'm just going to say it. Now, one more thing. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review and a comment. It'd be super awesome, and it helps the show out. So, Anthony, what are we doing, man? Well, what I'm not doing is supporting our show, apparently, because I don't do that. Well, I meant financially. So, well, anyway, <laughs> asking for any, pizza. In any way, shape, or form, which, you know, <laughs> it's ironic that it's our show, and yet I still don't want to support my own fucking show. And I'm you're I'm with that because... I don't want to subject people to this. You are the jockstrap of the show. I, You're see, smelly, this is, uncomfortable, this is fucking, but we like you. This is the tightrope I walk. It's such a fine line. It's like doing yeah. a show, but do I want to make people listen to it? No. 
why would I do that to them? I wouldn't. I got I got so, this moral dilemma I have that I can't actually make somebody do that. That is wrong. Anyway, you're not making anybody do anything they don't want to do. But the one thing we got to do is we got to let them know what movie we're doing. Do you want to tell them what it is, or do you want me to just roll that beautiful you bean just footage? Fucking roll it. You roll that nose arcade commercial. I see a little silhouette of a man. Just outside of Chicago. Galileo. Galileo. The basement of this house. Broadcast history is about to be made. I want you to find out who these guys are and where they do their show. What is this? Mr. Vanderhoff, this is your audience. It's two chimps on a Davenport in a basement. Here I am with the contract for $5,000. Excuse me? Now they're on their way. No way. Way. To fame. Will you still love me when I'm in my carbohydrate sequin jumpsuit? Young girls in white cotton panties, bloated, purple, dead on a toilet face. To fortune. Contractor knows. I will not bow to any sponsor. Babe Heaven. What do you do every time you see this one incredible woman, you, you think you're going to hurl? I say hurl. If you blow chunks and she comes back, she's yours. If you spew and she bolts, it was never meant to be. Okay. It's Wade. This is definitely the type of place I'm going to get when I move out of my parents' house. It's God. I love you, God. If she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. It's a movie. Wayne's World. Hi, Wayne. It just might be the greatest motion picture ever made. Are you mental? Um, before we do uh, the breakdown here, two things that stuck out there I, I just got to make a quick mention of. Uh, number one, and again, by the time this episode comes out, this is, is like long since happened, but the unfortunate passing of Taylor Hawkins of the yes. Foo Fighters. Which again, this, like the whole Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody, just that popped in my head because I was just watching their last concert. And he got up and did Queen, somebody to love. Oh wow! Uh, check that out. I will tell you because it's actually fucking awesome. That's kind of sad. He's bringing us down. We're on a high. It, he just brought I, I'm us not, down. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying. But I, but get I, do, I get I it. I do want to give a shout out because man, that was like fucking heartbreaking to see that that it happened. Is. He was well. I so I got a story for you about that. I don't know if I ever told you this. That I literally tell stood. Me I literally was standing three feet in front of Taylor Hawkins once. Why? Um, I actually saw Alanis in concert back in the day. Oh, no. I, you, I think you did mention Did I this tell once. you this? So here's the funny thing. This is the thing. It's like, it's crazy. So I was there. Um, it was at the Toledo Sports Arena. And it was um, general admission seating. So uh, me and my friend were in the very front row, right up against the gate. So before the concert started, 
he's just comes down. He's standing there just hanging out, checking stuff out in front of the big speaker stack there, literally right in front of us. Didn't know who he was. You know, is there to see Atlantis? I didn't know who oh, he wow. was, but I was like literally fucking standing right fucking in front of us, like three <laughs> feet in front of me. Well, the funny thing is because he was like, to me, like a very recognizable guy, you know, with the long blonde hair and everything. And yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was funny because it was like, you know, I didn't know who it was, but I assumed it was somebody with something to do with the show. Because I'm like, you're on that side. What capacity? You're on that side, and then you know, we start watching. And I see him up there on the fucking drums. I was like, holy shit, that's awesome! But then later on, you know, Food Fighters comes out and everything. You start seeing him in the videos and everything. I'm like, you know, like years later, I'm like, I'm looking at it, and this is before you know, this was like kind of pre-internet and everything, so you didn't look, couldn't look this shit up. I was like, I swear to God, that looks exactly like the guy at the Atlantis concert that was right in front of us. And, it, and then come to find out later, I was like, it was. Now, the funny thing about this was like, uh, this was uh, maybe three years ago, whatever. My wife and I, my sister yeah. and her husband, um, we go to see the Foo Fighters. Oh, um, nice. We saw them in uh, at Blossom. And in the, you know, they, they do their stuff and, you know, they got their different things going on during the concert and all of a sudden you know dave grohl starts talking about taylor hawkins introduce him then he goes into the story how he used to tour with alanis morissette before joining the foo fighters i was like i told you guys that was him i I got confirmation i'm like oh my god i stood three fucking feet in front of taylor hawkins and i didn't know who he was at the time because it was 1990 fucking seven so anyway, yeah. Well, back then he wasn't—he wasn't a member of the band until a little bit later. Yeah, he was part of her band, her touring band. Yeah, Atlantis yeah, is yeah. A solo artist. But anyway, hey, you ought to know. That you is, ought to I, know, and I do know. But it's crazy, though. Know, you know, like, but it's one thing about that. It's like you think about. It, it's like it's so fucking weird. Some of the shit like that. Again, early internet stages, pre-internet, where you can't just immediately Google oh, yeah. this stuff and look it up and find out, and you don't know until you find out. And I was like, holy shit. Anyway, um, so that was my one Taylor Hawkins story. I literally stood fucking three feet in front of him. That's cool. If I had known, I'd been like, dude, can I have a high five or something? Anything. But yes, our uh, recipes, Taylor Hawkins, you are a fucking legend, no doubt. Um, so the other thing now, on less of a downer, I want to point out from that previous spot you just played. Noah describing Wayne's World that they're two monkey or monkeys. On in a their basement port on a Davenport in their parents base in the basement. That just struck me because I've heard this before, but have you ever in your life referred to a couch as a Davenport? Have you ever heard? No, anybody, it's a type. Have you ever heard anybody refer to it as a Davenport? Only in this movie. I think maybe I have, but I've never, but I've always thought it was a type. So maybe I've heard the type of couch, but I've never heard like it just being any couch be a Davenport. You know what I mean? So I think well, that's... I'm just going to tell you, here's what I just see uh, it... in, in some parts of the U.S. A Davenport is an especially fancy sofa, while in others, it's one that can be converted into a bed. Oh, there you go. The name comes from 19th century Massachusetts furniture maker A.H. Davenport and Company. So, again, there's a fact for you, people. It's a crazy fact because I'm like, and I've heard this before. I'm like, who the fuck calls it a Davenport and why do they call it a Davenport? See, now, I thought you were going somewhere totally different when you were talking about two chimps in their basement. I thought you were going to compare them to us, because right now we are two chimps in our basement. Yeah, but we're in separate basements right now, at least. It's not a shared basement. Yes, give us some numbers now, man. 
Break it All down right. for us. Here we go. Here's our breakdown by the numbers. Directed by Penelope Spheris and starring Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, Tia Carrere, <laughs> Rob Lowe, Lauren Flynn Boyle, Chris Farley, Ed O'Neill, Meatloaf, and Alice Cooper. Wayne's World was released on February 14th, 1992. Another Valentine's Day and Rob Thomas birthday release. Taking in $183.1 million at the box office against a $20 million budget. It scores 7 out of 10 on IMDb and 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. Woo! Ring the cowbell. It's amazing. It's a good it's one there. That. 79% and well-deserved. <laughs> That's a cowbell. I don't know if I can do that. I don't have one. More no, cowbell. No. Yeah, we don't have cowbell. I mean, I, I'm sorry. We don't have cowbell. Maybe we'll try to add that <laughs> for future episodes. That'd be a nice. Uh, yeah, I think maybe. Need some I don't have it. We need more we cowbell. Need right. You know what? Hey, guess what? I'll talk we to the producer. We need more cowbell. I'll, I'll talk to the producer. I'll get this set up for us. Really? Okay, <laughs> well, we're off there. Okay, I got you. I got you. So are you ready for that momentous occasion when we play the game of games? I guess so. There it is. All right, I take back what I said earlier. I'm not they'll they'll never know that that other I, one I'm happened. not going to talk to the producer about adding a cowbell because I think that's going to be a little <laughs> too many options to choose from because right now, two is too many. <laughs> I have more than two things up there, and you know it. Okay, so we're playing the game, and let me let, remind everybody what the game is. The game is where I read three reviews of this movie. And one of them is fake. One of them I made up. Anthony has to guess which one that is. And you two can guess along with him and play the game and see if I fool you as well. And maybe, maybe you will find it in your heart to be fooled just to make me feel better. How about that? Anyways. How about that? Catch me outside. <laughs> First one is Joy Boyer of Orlando Sentinel. Party on, Wayne and Garth, and welcome to the movies. Lyndon Barbar of the Sydney Morning Herald. Totally non-bogus and excellent. Sorry it's catching. Kim Hingle, Wyoming Express. Wayne's World is a king of comedy that sings its way into our lives by lip syncing. There you go. All right. What was the name on that third one? Kim Hingle. Lyndon Barbar. Joy Boyar. I'm just going to guess the first one. I'm going to guess the first one. You guessed the first one. Well, that would be Joy Boyar of the Orlando Sentinel, which is real, but it's the third one. Kim Hingle, you're... you're, You know, I was going to guess When I said, what's the name of that third one, I saw the fucking look you gave me. I'm like, I'm sure that's it. Because you're like, you fucker. (laughs) You had that look. But I actually diverted and just went the other way. I went with my... Well, thanks! For helping me with my self-esteem issues. You're welcome. And I hope I faked all of you out at home uh, with Wayne's World is the king of comedy that sings its way into our lives by lip syncing. I think that was a great review personally, your, and I would have wrote it back then. Your poker face sucks so hard. I just got to say. Do you know what my poker face looks well, I like? Said, it's, what's, uh, I, I feel like from now on, I just I can each <laughs> one and be like, what was the name of that first one? That second one, just the look you give me. And I can tell, but I'm not going to do that. Just I'll, I'll give you the same look every time now. No, you won't. You can't. I can see it. There's a difference. Well, I, I, I forgot I was on camera for a second. Anyways, um, so, look, because like, they don't see that, us. So yeah, remember, that last, last, remember the last time I visited you and 
in your basement. I was like, what happened to the sock? And the look you gave me, I fucking knew. I knew. It was that what same happened? look. It was that same look. I used it for a reach around. All right. Now, are now. you ready for this? I've got a couple facts before we start into this. All right. Um, hosting a cable access show was a lifelong dream of Myers, hence the Wayne's World show within a show. So this was like Myers' dream when he was younger. I wish I wish I had that same dream because it seems like something that could have been attainable back then. You know, it's funny you say that because um, like watching this movie, it's one of those like you wish you could do that kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. When you, when you saw it, like that would be so fucking cool. Um, did you ever watch any cable? access kind never. of that? never never so i won't say it's I, I i think i would kind of equate it to cable access i remember i used to watch dr shock i think i might have brought okay um but it was on like whatever channel it was channel 10 or whatever um yeah you know it was like a weekend night show or something but it was basically free like airwaves it's like a cable access show though when it came on stuff yeah um but I remember him. Um, it was so funny. Like if you ever look him up. Um, so a couple of funny things about it. Like he used, so he used to show like usually horror movies and he yeah, had like, obviously that hit you hard. Fake puppet, creepy doll in the backgrounds. What's tonight's movie. Tonight's movie yeah. is nightmare on Elm street three. Was, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but Dr. Shock. So he dressed up like a doctor had this, like, you know, we're like, he had the, uh, glasses with the, um, ah, the loop, the spiral oh, magnifying. No. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like oh, a, I got like, you. Yeah, spiral looking the hypnotic spiral. Look. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Like fake mustache and everything. Um, so the, the funny thing about this is, uh, my, my close friend growing up at that time when we always like had sleepovers and stuff and watch movies and all shit at the video store and you know did all shit that we talk about now um his mom actually met him at a singles bar in toledo i think it was oh shit that's (laughs) gotta be weird crazy um like we were like oh my god it was like this was like our first like touch of fame like oh my gosh we almost got no a celebrity kind of and I have a question. Okay. I have a question. I have a when he takes her to bed and they're doing the thing, does he say the doctor is in? That's oh, all. I, I don't think it ever got to that point. She just met him. Oh, okay. I, they never actually went out or anything. Trust okay. me. I, wish. I just wondered. No, trust me. I wish like if I could have said, you know, my, my friends stepdad is Dr. Shock. I'd have felt like the shit. Um, no, the best part was, um, because like, this was basically like a public access thing and like, you know, it was just on and that's not the only record of it. And I came across online and actually got him for a Christmas gift. I think one year, a DVD of Dr. Shock where he did a couple of films. It was, so he was kind of like the low budget. Lower budget Elvira, male version night of owl? Elvira oh. kind of thing. I was gonna say the in, night in owl, one. maybe you know, but uh, <laughs> no, it's crazy. I couldn't even believe I found that because I was like, How the hell do they have anything on DVD of that guy? Because I'm like, You know what, you need to check cameo. Okay, so Ooh, um, if I can find him on cameo, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing for oh, you, uh, yeah, we got to mention that. 
Come on, because we haven't had a chance to yet. For anybody, uh, hey, uh, for anybody that hasn't seen this yet, and I already, hey, I already made this. It's mention. on our. You know, here's the I thing: know. they should I, have. I already Go made to our Twitch. We're not gonna. That's why we're gonna no. tease it. We're not I mean, gonna no, tell them I'm all not, about. I'm, it. I'm, I'm fucking saying it right now. No, I have to because I am standing on the. Tell them where rooftop. it's at, but don't tell them much more. They gotta go see it. No, they gotta go look at it. It's we we posted it on Insta and on Twitter, but my loving, amazing sister got a cameo of Rob Thomas for me, wishing me a happy Rex Manning day. And it was the coolest fucking thing ever. Yeah. I've got Rob Thomas talking to me on cameo, wishing me a happy Rex Manning day. That is the shit. It always is. And always will be the shit. That was like the coolest fucking thing ever. And it, (laughs) Hey, I made, I made the tie in here though. Wayne's world was released on Valentine's day, which is Rob Thomas's birthday. There you go. There you go. Now let's get back to what we're here for. Um, Half hour. SNL producer, SNL producer Lauren Michaels told Spheris, the director, she could hire Rob Lowe to play TV producer Benjamin Oliver really cheap because he can't get a job after the actor had a sex tape scandal like a year or two prior to Wayne's World. That's why he wasn't a lot of things. And this is like his comeback a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, He like goes from, you know, teen heartthrob to the it guy to throbbing yeah inside, he did throbbing inside of teen oh don't 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 no that's <laughs> should we just call him throb low throb low that's funny that's funny uh, okay I, yeah are we we'll, ready we'll gloss over it at this point because everybody else has apparently so yeah yeah now we have uh you know if that happened now Whew. okay Anyways, well, you, you know, you say that if it happened now, but it did happen. It was on fucking videotape for Christ's sake. Yeah, but now it would be like even worse. Like the, the whole oh, reaction would be different because yeah. of the statute of limitations or what? What the hell? Because of the attitude towards men and women's sexuality. Well, I understand the, the attitudes, but I'm saying it fucking happened. It's on videotape. Right, well, go it's out and watch still it. there. It still happened. What the hell? It's still happening every time I pull up Pornhub. <laughs> okay. Every so, single ready? time. You bookmark one thing, you think you can delete it. No, you can't. It just follows you. Anyway. All right. In Aurora, Illinois, rock music fans Wayne Campbell and Garth Elgar host a public access television show, Wayne's World, from Wayne's parents' basement. A broadcast of Wayne's World catches the attention of television producer Benjamin Kane while out cruising with his with friends in car- Garth's car, the Mirthmobile. Wayne stops to admire a 1964 Fender Stratocaster in a shop window. They later go to a nightclub where they avoid Wayne's troubled ex-girlfriend Stacy while Wayne falls for Cassandra Wong, vocalist and bassist of the band Crucial Taunt, and impresses her with his... Cantonese. It will be mine. Oh, yes. It will be mine. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. There is, but I'm busting out my first six-pack already. Go ahead, man. Let me hit it. Let me hit it. Let me hit it. Hold on. All right. Now, growing up, watching this movie, me and my one friend that watched this, we quoted and talked like Garth all the fucking time. A lot of kids did. But the one line when he meets or sees Cassandra, Garth, you nailed it. She makes me feel kind of funny. Like when we used to climb the rope in gym class. You nailed it, Garth. 
tiny little truths about all of us in this world oh, that we never share. Wow, Isn't that so true? It's funny, though, he says that because which part is funny about climbing the rope in gym class? Because I just remember rug burns down my fucking eyes. Yeah. So I don't well, know. He, well, he's sliding back down, I think, is his... As I know, he's but probably getting hurt. I remember that, and that shit oh. hurt. Like, you didn't know how to climb it very well, did you? No, I knew how to climb, just not how to descend. Because everybody did oh, that. Okay, you get you yeah, slide yeah, down right. it, and you're like, I that those ropes, like, I mean, that's a child hazard, and they make you I do it in say, gym class. That was an awful thing to do to us all in gym class. It really just, was. It was. It was. Uh, they got rid of it at some point. I don't know when, but it wasn't before we had to do it in like fourth grade or so. No shit. That's um, I know that. Man, you, you, 20 feet. A, you got to think about You were up on that thing 20 feet in oh, the I air know. in a fucking gymnasium. No and harness, you're in fourth fucking grade. No and that's the thing. But that's yeah, the, on the fucking floor. <laughs> that's why you get the fucking rug burns because you you're not funny, letting fucking no, go. This is the funny thing. You're not letting go. And I remember at that age, you're like, that this is the big this is this is the push everybody has you got to make it to the top you're and you got to touch the rafter you get to the top you touch the rafter but here's the thing you've spent all your strength and energy getting up there your shit is burning so of course you're gonna fucking slide down you can't just gradually re like (laughs) you know you can't go hand under hand to climb down you're done at that point you're, it's all a business decision. You are a fifth grader <laughs> with no fucking energy left. Like you're the, the energy from fucking lunch has worn off. That school pizza has worn off. You have no energy left. You, but you don't want to fall and die because you know that little wrestling yeah. mat at the bottom is not going to fucking save your skull. Oh, so what do you that do? Little fucking mat, man. You're like, I got to hold on, but I got to get down now. And and then again, here we go. Who looked? Who who's in charge of the situation where they looked at that and thought of one and a half inch thick mat? What's the I, safety yeah, standard? To protect somebody. <laughs> I mean, We're what's the point? Die. That's just like laughing in our faces. Like, here you go. It's <laughs> in case. In case of what? Now, if you had a gym teacher who's pretty buff, I mean, I guess that worked, but they are all, not all of them were. So there's well, that. For, for what? They're not standing there waiting to catch you just in case. My fucking gym teachers didn't care. No, nah, they didn't care. They're standing over there just <laughs> watching to see, hey, can this, can this little prick? Shit, I got I got a union. I can't touch you. No, they're taking side bets. They're like, they're, they're all taking side bets like that. Yeah, that fucker ain't going to make it. No. Hell no. I give, I give him six feet and he's done. You know, that's you what know the lunch ladies were. That's what they're watching for. They're like, they probably got like prop bets going on. How far each kid will make it. Yeah. Now, um, I have a couple notes on here. Did, did you think it was weird seeing, uh, I thought it was weird. I don't think you do, but I thought it was weird seeing, Lloyd Dobler's girlfriend with Rob Lowe in bed. That was Ioni Sky. It was kind yeah. of like so strange. It's, I mean, <laughs> well, here's the thing. When uh, it wasn't when I saw Wayne's World when it came out, because I didn't know who the hell she was, because this was before I had seen Say Anything. Say Anything came out before this, though. I know, but this was before I had seen it. I love Say Anything. I love it. Yeah, I do this, too. Yeah. It's a fucking classic. But I'm saying I you just were cool enough. <laughs> I remember I had not seen Say Anything at that point in time because I was, oh, so. yeah, I was but now high. is it? I was junior high. It's not weird. Yeah. It's inter- it's interesting. But it's always funny, like to go back to some of these movies and you see people are like, oh shit, I forgot they were in there, or I didn't know who that was at the time. Oh yeah, and I mean, they got the, okay. Yeah. 
Speaking of that, when they got in the car, yeah, and they're the Mirthmobile, and they're about to do the Bohemian Rhapsody. Did you not want to have the dude in the back go shush, <laughs> Mike Deloise? Shush. <laughs> I just that's why we kept thinking every time. I, I love see that face. too. I'm like, who's cooler than me? <laughs> you think of your Bulgarian dork dude now? <laughs> shush. I don't know you. I don't like you. And as of now, I'm all over you. The new oh. kid. He took it. <laughs> we're we're not we have, we're not doing that movie though, man. Well, we got one right that. now. We are doing. This wasn't it. the year. We are not yet though. We will for sure. <laughs> but I know it's so it's funny. Not, uh, like thing right now. I mean, it's like what happened to that guy? It's like you you had Wayne's World and you had an Encino Man. What the fuck happened, dude? Uh, well, it's Dom DeLuise's son. I don't know. Um, so maybe he just lived on dad's money. I and, wonder, or maybe he got into. Directing or something, I have to look that up now. Cooking, because Tom okay. Deluise wasn't he like a he was okay. into like cooking and eating because he's a big dude. But yeah, no, it is really funny. That's like, man, those are two very different roles. Yeah, they are. So like, it was good though. Shush, shush. <laughs> oh man, um, uh, the 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 um, couple things before they get in the car though, they meet uh, the one guy and they give him the the cup, and you had a. Uh, you have a second six pack on this. I have don't a you? second six pack already. Yes. All right, here you go. If you need to spew, spew into this. Like, I love that. First, I, I love that. Everything Garth does in this movie is fucking awesome. Like he's Garth, the best character, yes. Garth is the best character. Like he is a classic character throughout comedy to me. Um, but I love it that just the fact that he's carrying a little smashed up Dixie cup around in his front shirt pocket. And (laughs) see, I'm like, it's like, I would love to watch him and Brody walk around the mall together, getting Coke with no ice and their tiny little cups, (laughs) their tiny little cups. I would love, Um, you know, Brody and Garth, you know, it's funny is that, um, the, I didn't, I don't have the fact on here, but there were, there was clashing between Myers and Carvey because they brought Carvey in because of his credibility. Yeah. And I think it, I think it shows in this movie, in my opinion, how much better Carvey was at that time in his career than Mike Myers was. What do you mean, though? His character. Because I just, but Carvey Carvey was better. That skit was around before the movie, though. I understand. I'm saying they brought. That's what I'm asking. This was originally. I'm talking about this is originally. I'm sorry, originally. That's what I meant. Originally, first created it. Okay, because when they first created Wayne's World in general. They that wanted someone who's led legit chops and you can yeah. tell Carvey's better than he is yeah. at this time, yeah. at this time, Carvey he's just a better is. character actor. He sure is. He's got, he's a better character. actor. It's obvious. Um, no, I was going to say, um, there's a lot of, I think that this movie, there's a lot of easy jokes in it. The, obviously the, the waitress yeah. that Garth checks out, you know, then you have, um, then you have like the I smell bacon jokes with the cop and yeah. all that. And then you have what's his name? Ed O'Neill. Oh, um, he's great. I love it. Like you have a lot of small jokes. And, and I feel like this movie, um, I'm going to get go and go over this over time is that it's a lot of bits. It's like a lot of bits. I don't think like it's as cohesive as a movie as I'd like it to be, but there's a lot of really good bits. And if I rated each bit individually, I would love 
all yeah. of it. Um, I think now here's the thing. I think his girlfriend he's trying to get away from the psycho host beast. is pretty Laura, hot. Laura Flamboyle. Oh yes. yes. She's a hottie. She is. Yes. And I would, and I would take, um, her gun rack. A, a rack from her is a great gift. <laughs> and a gun rack Aww. is a good one too. That's all, all I'm going right. to say. Her gun rack would be great. I would, I would cherish it. And I would say, first that's of all, a representation of her rack. The gun rack like is not a great gift if you don't own a gun, let alone guns that would necessitate an entire rack. I mean, that's like me getting you a fucking salad spinner as a gift. Salad shooter, you mean? It's no, a spinner to dry the lettuce. What's a spinner? Salad spinner. You put the wet lettuce in. The fuck is that? Obviously, I don't know. Exactly. What the fuck is that? That's what I'm saying. That's as practical (laughs) of a gift as me giving you a salad spinner or anything related to salad. Yeah. Fuck it. Spinner, tongs, shooter, whatever. Dressing, I have a couple things. Maybe not dressing. Cause you'd be like, I dip wings in it. Okay. But what? <laughs> well, I was going to say the thing with uh, this movie is you've, uh, this episode, you've already brought it down a little bit. So I want to go on to where they get to the gas works and we see meatloaf, which what is kind of sad. I brought what now? Oh, again. Yeah. yeah we get another. We, there are, we, this is, we, we're going to have to talk about three people who died in this movie. We do. No, just two we, in the movie. One. Before you get to that real quick, I'm sorry, but we got to touch on this one thing because this happened already at this point. And Go ahead. I just wonder if you've ever done this in your life, gone to a drive through and been like, I'd like a lark. Uh, er, er, no. I, ice. <laughs> no, I've never done that, man. I do I've love never. that scene, though, because he fucking repeats it like, and then, like it backfires. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, and they hit it, man. Like, I I don't. Yeah. Uh, I've never done that. I've never done that. I've never done that, man. That is something I have not. I done. I, but I'm not a jokester like that. I'm not no, a prankster. You got to figure. Once this came out, do you know how many fucking teenage kids went to the drive-through and tried to do that? Oh shit! But I was right. The but this movie was right at that age for me. So I was 17. So this would have been. But how many people tried to do that and irritated yeah. the hell out of fast food employees? I don't think uh, any of my friends ever did it, but I'm sure others did. Oh, I'm so. sure a lot did. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there's some things that I want to talk about here. There's some things I love uh, when we have. I love the breaking of the fourth wall um, where yes. he, uh, where he's walking around. He's telling, he talks about his hairnets and his name tags, you know, all that stuff. Like you kind of get his back. Like he's, if he somehow has this fame of Wayne's world, but at the same time is a loser. You kind of feel, but he's not a loser because he can get into any rock venue with, you know, you just walk right in. Cause everybody knows who he is. It's kind of this strange place. I don't know how you can be famous and be a loser at the same time. I don't think that's true. I think he gets into the one venue. Cause that's where he fucking goes all the time. And they know him. Yeah. I, he doesn't okay. go. You don't see him going to multiple venues. He goes to one place. Well, no, he does. He goes to the gas works the first time, and then he goes to meet her another time at another place where where she where he meets her there as well. Oh, the second show, okay. Yeah, after, but that's later on. That's after the five thousand dollars. But again, it's but he goes to another one. Public access. The people that watch. Public I mean, he's, access he's got some people, weird fame. I'm telling you. Well, it's local. I wish we could get that. I wish it's I could local. go somewhere and they'd say, "Hey, Mike, you're of Mike and Anthony. Come in here. Guess Have what? a seat." We, we don't do fucking local TV. 
we do an internet-based right. podcast that goes out all over the place. So all over yeah, the world. I will tell you right now, if we went to Turkey, we'd probably get some love. Or Bangladesh. We only have one listener in Turkey, I think. We'd probably still get some love there. Or Bangladesh. Um, I would, you know, hey, if you're from one of these countries, uh, like, um, we have some locations here that people are I'm downloading. Saying. Let's see which ones. Like, if you're, like, if we ever made it out to Germany, we have a couple listeners there. Some Australia, a few listeners there. I, I yeah. mean, you know, if you, know, you a, welcome us, we might make the trip it is funny, one like, day. When I like I've you know looking at some of our downloads at, at different points, when I see all the different places in New York and some of them close to me, I'm like, man, I wish I knew who these people were. So I'm like, I'm like a hop, skip, and a jump from you. Like shit, you go out and have a beer. Well, go tell me what you like. Give you a t-shirt. Get the yeah. Net. Email us. Let us know what you think. Okay, um, I've got a fact here. I want to talk about the soundtrack. Um, the Wayne's World soundtrack, which included classic rock tracks like Jimi Hendrix, Foxy Lady, rose to the top of the Billboard 200 upon its release on February 18th, 1992. Bohemian Rhapsody experienced a second life. The 1975 Queen classic reached number two on the Billboard chart. Spheris, the director, even shot a new video for the song, which incorporated footage from the movie. Yeah, I remember. That's the video I remember. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember the original where you just saw the floating heads and they did their thing. I and don't. I remember the new version too. Yeah, See, I, I know both versions. I mean, I know it now. At that time, I didn't. I remember yeah, but, it from the Wayne's World video. Yeah. Yeah. But I so will say, I want you. That is a great music video, though. The Wayne's World one. Yeah. Well, because what, it was basically an ad for the movie. And that it, made you want to watch the movie. It was. And it makes that makes you like just thinking about that makes you first miss music videos music videos it sucks from movies especially though yeah when they did that and incorporated the different scenes from the movie especially if you hadn't seen the movie or if you just saw it it's like awesome to see that and it's like adam's family mc hammer like all those things in the past do what i want to do say what i want to say live what i want to say i want to play (laughs) yeah yeah Go ninja, go ninja, go, 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 ninja. go, 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 That's what I'm saying, man. We, we oh, don't have man. that anymore. We've been robbed of this. We it's been have. taken away from us. We really have. I swear to God, I'd fucking wrap all the TikTok up and shove it down the fucking toilet if I get one more music whoa, whoa, video. Whoa, whoa. We have a TikTok. I don't we have care. a TikTok, one Anthony. One more music video related to a movie i miss it so fucking much um but yeah like it it's it's a bygone era that we'll never see again and it's really fucking sad but one thing i want to say is like that music video is one of the best movie music videos i think ever yeah it's pretty good it's pretty awesome it is epic well Um, when you get it's charting probably when it when it but when it like when you get that video where the scenes from the movie and everything it's like so fun to watch and it's i like, got one better i've got one better one I'm sh- there might be but go ahead you know bodyguard it it's I your favorite i, will always, love I you. will always love you <laughs> <laughs> yes i got one better oh no you're that's right it. all right hey i ain't gonna lie that's to that it. i'm not gonna yeah. that's it man are you ready you're up next <sighs> hold on i'm reminiscing now again yeah they nailed that one too okay <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right. Benjamin meets with Wayne and Garth to convince them to sell him the rights to the show for 
$5,000 each. Two certified checks for $5,000 each. Later, Wayne returns to the music store and purchases purchases the Stratocaster with the money. Benjamin, as well as buying a CD player for his car. Benjamin attempts to steal Cassandra from Wayne using his wealth and good looks because he knows how to order Mountain Dew in Cantonese on the phone. By distracting Wayne and Garth with all access passes to an Alice Cooper concert in Milwaukee while offering to also produce a music video for Crucial Taunt. At the concert, Wayne and Garth make the acquaintance of a bodyguard to music producer Frankie Sharp, head of you guessed it, Sharp Records. All right. This uh, this section really, they really move the plot along, but that's because this movie doesn't really have much plot, to be honest. Um, that's why it's more of a bunch of bits it is. thrown together Which, from SNL. It is. I mean, and you kind of think about, like, I, I like it. I, I kind of like it that way, though. You mentioned you that earlier. I kind of do because I'm not, like, this movie, I'm not looking for this amazing plot and script like this, this is like, this is just fun to watch and awesome. Especially. Yeah. I, I will say it more, more towards like the age I was when I saw it. Cause I didn't give a shit about the plot or any of that stuff. You know what I mean? Like you're watching it to have fun and to laugh and see funny stuff. So I, I think in a way it actually is better for the film that you see just yeah. all these different skits. And yeah, think, that's why we got I think <laughs> manic how we have to go over this. But yeah. Back then, too, you got to think about this. Um, like, this was the first or one of the first where they took an SNL skit and made it into a movie, into a feature film. Yes, I agree. So with that, they also really didn't know how to fucking do that, probably. Like, people like this. How are we going to turn this into an hour and a half movie? Well, I will give you this. I don't have it on here as a fact, but it is a fact that uh, Mike Myers clashed with the director Spheris, and that's why she did not direct the second one. But the second one did way worse than the first one. So something about her, I think her touch yeah. probably helped. Well, I think there's, I think there's also the fact that uh, the second one obviously is not nearly as good as the first one. But well, I think there's a couple things going on with that. I could tell you what I think it is personally. I I, also, um, I think Wayne's World should have been a standalone. It I'm, should have been. I'm fine that they made another one. And obviously, you know, when you're a kid, you you're. I just want to see more of it. I don't care. I love those characters. But at the same time, it's like the first one. Yeah. Said what it needed to say, and it's like you got. What yeah. You, you kind of wanted out of that. And yeah, and, you know this. Well. I would say part of it, and and it looks like you disagree with me on some here, but part of why oh, the yeah. second one didn't do well as well to me is just like in this movie, music was in a transition, and I would say that this movie had a pretty big miss for the music. It had Queen, it had Hendrix, and I even added on here, it did have a Soundgarden song and Chili Peppers. That's mm-hmm. about as modern as they got, um, but. Um, but this one, it came, when it came out, they put things like Ugly Kid Joe in there. And there were some, like, you got to remember, Dangerous Toys, Jackal, Ugly Kid Joe, these ugly groups that we were trying to get away from is the reason grunge came out. Everyone hated that. And it was kind of in this place where I think the reason the second one wouldn't work is because they didn't transition it any further to the music scene. I mean, it had, what, Aerosmith, which is great. Right. But, but it didn't have the, the rest of what happened. You know, there, there's been a couple years and a lot of yeah. shit changed. We had Nirvana 
shit changed. Right, it did, and that's why I completely disagree with the comment you had made on here about that, that the soundtrack should have been more grunge. Absolutely not. When they you should watch, have saw the trend. No, 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 no. It's, it, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. And I applaud them for not doing that, not going with the trend. Okay, first, and you said Bohemian Rhapsody, we had Queen, completely resurrected that song in an epic fucking way where people my age were all about it. They had never heard it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it also, like, Bohemian Rhapsody right there, that set the tone for the movie. That was already, like, you realized what the hell is going on. Never would have expected that. A group of guys in a car headbanging to Bohemian Rhapsody is amazing. (laughs) Absolutely amazing. That really showed you, okay, this is going to be a wacky, crazy ride of a movie. But you put all that, you load that soundtrack up with a bunch of grunge music, it's going to ruin the movie for me because it's going to, it's going to like, I understand what your thoughts are that the music take out ugly kid, Joe and some of the, in the crucial taunt to me, I have a note down here. Crucial. Awful. They were awful. music. That's fine. Well, it's a fake band, but a fake could still be fake. fake Good. But (laughs) putting a bunch of grunge music in that soundtrack, it's going to like, it's going to mirror singles, reality bites. We had all the nineties grunge soundtracks for movies that we needed. We had plenty of them and Wayne and Garth. No more classic then. Yeah, we, they did. They Not went far classic. enough. They, should they, know, all they classic. went classic. Wayne and Garth are classic rock fans. Okay. You saw the second yeah. one, Aerosmith. You got queen. You've got Alice Cooper. Garth is wearing a fucking Def Leppard shirt. Like you see their influences and what they're into. It is not grunge. That is not them. And I'm thankful that it's not. Okay. I, you know I think they I should have right more now, of eh, what was that. going now, on. If you've got Wayne and Garth running around in Pearl Jam t-shirts, I'm not buying it. I don't like they it. They wouldn't have been t- t-shirts. They'd been flannels. Oh yeah. Because they don't want to sell t-shirts <laughs> at their the concerts <laughs> unless you can afford to get one and the ticket. Yes, Pearl Jam was big about that. <laughs> I actually had this like uh, long underwear one that was a Pearl Jam one I got. It was like uh, it was nice. I like. I hope it. you didn't overpay for it. Um, Pearl Jam would be pissed because they didn't want to sell I paid shit for it. Can't afford. I said a lot for it. Oh, I so worked I at the store that I got it from, so I got a discount. Oh, you got the same um, goodie now- discount. Ooh, <laughs> it wasn't that. It was a Sam goodie. Uh, there's a story behind that, but I can't tell it on here. Um, this is uh, why not? Why can't you tell it on here? Uh, where we come I, because to I don't. Uh, because there were some things with the owner and some criminal elements, and I don't want to. I don't know what the what's been done. Here you I don't go think it's again, fair. Fucking being weird and thinking people are listening to this shit. Here's what I will say. That's Here's what, what I will say. It on here, it's a locked box. Nobody's listening to this. Here's what I will say. <laughs> right. Here's what I will say that is public record is that the guy who was managing it was busted for trying to sell a police officer pot at a rest area. Ooh. Um, that I will say. But I knew the guy. And he was not a dealer, so they. I feel they entrapped him in some way. That's just why I'm saying it's. There's, oh, a, there's a whole thing there. He wasn't a dealer. It's just a one-time thing, or what? It was a one. I know this for a fact. I know the guy. I knew the guy. Uh, I worked with him every day. You know. How did like, he get trapped like, into doing that? No, he was baited into it by them, and then. 
because they were trying to get our store closed. This is in Marysville. The store was in Marysville and they hated it because it sold bootleg records and, and, wow. you know, dealt music. It was the devil's place. Right. And so they tried everything they could and they finally, you know, he made a mistake. He just should have never done it. But wow. You know, that's like, what it is. Damn. Uh, All right. I want to hear that story next time I see you. Well, let's just put like, it this way. I got arrested. Whoa. <laughs> so there you All go. Right. That's that story. Wow. Um, this Anyways. show just finally got interesting. A hundred and something episodes of do it. Mike got now, arrested. Is this movie? I no want to go back to the movie. Tried is, to sell pot ones up. Okay, what? Is this the movie that started? That's what she said when they had that Claudia Schiffer Schiffer poster. I don't. Did I? If I had I heard it before that, or was this just the one that made it most famous? I, I'm assuming it made it most famous. I don't know, but it's funny because. I've got my side story here about that. That that's the first time I've ever heard it, probably as a kid. Yeah, me too. But I got my stepson a t-shirt that says that, and it's just says in quotes, that's what, and then underneath with a little underscore line, she as the author. So that's what she yeah. said. She said that all yeah. the fucking time. <laughs> oh, and he did guests pay for that. the ad? Did guests pay for the ad that they both probably I don't did? Know. <laughs> you know what i so, you know you say i don't know that they did because everything like i've heard so much about how hard it was to get wayne's world made yeah people were not getting it and it was like yeah a, yeah a fight to get that made because like <laughs> they like the the companies were like just not getting it they didn't understand like they didn't get it you know so I don't know how many sponsors actually paid to be in this movie necessarily. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, I think, um, I, well, you know, we're skipping over a lot, but I think if you look at the craft services table and the thing that I love about Little, this no, is different. Yeah. The, the where yeah, where they do all of the, the sponsors and then, and then guards sitting there and all the Reebok shit, Reebok. you know, some people just only they end up just doing it for the money. That's really sad. <laughs> just the, that's just sad. If people just but do yeah, that's, pay them. That's really sad. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so many, like I said, there's a lot of bits, right? Like that's a bit in it. And we're telling that out of, uh, out of uh, a sequence on the, some of the things, but, but that's because you could do some of these things out of sequence and it wouldn't matter to the, how the movie ended in my this opinion. Movie because some of them sequence, didn't. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you um, really like, there's not a lot of beats in this movie, you know? No, <laughs> you could do this movie completely out of sequence and it's yes. about the same movie. The, yeah. There's only a few and things you have to do after he meets Benjamin, like this Alice Cooper concert they go to, they have to at least admit him before he go, but it doesn't matter when they went. It has to be somewhere before he got fired. Right. <laughs> that's, it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's totally a strange movie that way. Um, but like I said, the craft service, would you have Pepsi? You had uh, Pizza Hut, Doritos, like it, they, they took money. They took money. And then, and then they, and they made a joke out of it. And I think that was kind of epic. I think that was an excellent way to do that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now, did you know a couple things when they go to the, um, yes, Alice Cooper concert, Oh, they uh, do the song be my Frankenstein. And I guess they wanted him to do like, um, schools out or one of his other hits. Yeah. But the guy who managed, uh, Cooper talked them into that song. I don't know if I would rather had one of his standard hits. I don't know why they did that song. Uh, -uh. 
Be My Frankenstein was awesome in that. You like that? Oh, I love that song. Okay. It was awesome in that. Okay. I I personally was not like I'll super you, into that. Oh, I do. I love that song. I think it's awesome. And I think it was so good for that movie. Now, the other reason I say that, though, is because when you're talking about you wish they had done one of his more yeah. well-known songs. School's out for yeah. summer. It's been done. You know, well, yeah. I'd rather do something more that poison people hadn't heard as much. And it kind of helped make it its own in that movie. Yeah. Poison was really big at that time. You know. Still, Right. It is. That's what I'm saying. Like, I like that they use something like that because that song kicks. Okay. Ass. That song kicks ass and it's it goes good in that, I think. Now, I want to go over some scenes because I have a lot of six packs in this one. And I want to go over those scenes. I'm going to hit a six pack here. All right. And that my first one is because in this section, we get Garth doing the foxy lady. And I want to know where he came up with that. Now, here's the thing you don't know is I didn't realize for years that he was doing ears. I thought he was just doing quotations. Foxy. Like, you know, Foxy. All right. That's Foxy lady. Stupid on you. Yes, it was. You never knew that? For years, (laughs) I thought that. For years, I thought that. that. That's big of you to admit that, though. Hey, I have no problem. I was like, how did you not? You don't do quotations on top of your head, though, you dipshit. This is Wayne and Garth. You don't know what the fuck they do. That's what I, I will say. I'll tell you right now, from now on, anytime I ever do quotations, I'm going to do it like that in front of you. So, I do you that, though. Like, if you ever watch, I'll quote like that. I, I don't. Like no, nah, from now on, in front of you, I will be like, you're an idiot. Anthony's a juggalo. <laughs> so, no, I, I love the foxy lady. Not a juggalo. I am a recovering juggalo. There's a difference. It's like an please, addict. Once an addict, you're always an addict. Please respect, um, please respect my path. <laughs> I'm respecting it. So is it's one of your favorite scenes too? Because it's one of mine. It I is. like his. It is. I yeah. can't control his pelvis. You know, yeah. <laughs> like come and take you home. You know, he's just it got is, it going on. That is one of the best scenes in the movie for sure. I didn't give yes. it my six pack, but you did. It would have easily been one, but I had to mix it up. I am going to um, sandwich uh, a six pack, this six pack with another six pack. But I'm going to put a, in that sandwich. I am going to put my generic. I'm going to put my first generic. So, all right. And that is when Wayne is with um, what's her name? I forget her name in the movie. Tia Carrera in her bed. And Cassandra? he's in and just what? Cassandra. Cassandra, yeah, fuck. I was just watching, dude, and I literally was watching it right before we started. So um, that's so uh, COVID brain telling you it's there. Uh, (laughs) Wayne's uh, Wayne Wayne's wearing those briefs. You know what? Go ahead. I thought I had COVID for an entire year. Turns out I was just really bored. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, I'm gonna hit my thing again because you're interrupting my generic. So Wayne's briefs. And how he's wearing them like a fucking thong is disgusting to me. Because, you know, it's probably flossing his asshole, and then he's got to wash that shit. It's just disgusting. Body positive. Yeah? Okay. Well, whatever you say. And then, I think I'm going to call your generic here. 
one Go of ahead. them. Go ahead. Did I call it correctly? Because they're out on the balcony, and Wayne does a thing. I'm going to hit this. <laughs> Wayne says, I bet you could hock a loogie from here, and then he kind of makes the noise. Is that a generic for you? The noise, a little bit, yeah. Ah, see, I but knew, I knew no. the loogie. The loogie. They didn't do it. So it's not really a generic. Oh, he didn't do the loogie, but he made the noise. But he made the noise. Yeah, that one isn't too bad for me, though. I do love that. I bet you cock loogie the whole thing, though. It's like yeah, it's good. It's good. To drop see. a penny from the top of a building, kind of thing. Yeah, everybody thinks that that matters. All right, now I'm going to power through another six pack. It happens after this on their way to the show with Alice Cooper. They go on the way to the show. They see the factory where Laverne and Shirley took place, and they do the whole Laverne and Shirley opening. And I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, these were the shows on TV. Yes. That hits me right in the nostalgia. Oh, yes. Lenny and Squiggy up in the house. I was about to say, if they would have gotten a cameo from Lenny and Squiggy, oh, my God, and Carmine, oh, my. Done. I mean, yes, yeah. this is my shit. This is what I watched growing up. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's funny. I had a note in here about how um, the owner of Noah's Arcade um, advertises on the Love Boat. Yeah. Uh, but Carmine of Laverne and Shirley, I actually watched the Love Boat reason <laughs> runs. I watched them on uh, Paramount Plus. Yeah. And uh, and Carmine's on a few of them. <laughs> did you <laughs> so ever? It makes me think of that. Did you ever watch the show uh, Wings? Yes, I know Wings. Yes, I've watched uh, a lot of that here. A lot. Because the guy from Noah's Arcade. Was on episode yeah, yeah, of Wings. Yeah. He was on episode of Wings. Well, that's uh, Bill Murray's brother. Do you remember though the episode by chance where Joe Hackett, you know, does what from Wings? Um, so he was he used to be a baseball player as a kid, and they were flying. Oh, in the other kid that's going to break his strikeout record. <laughs> and Noah was is the is both of their coaches. Oh. And so basically that makes like, so much sense. In, and he's like, he wants Joe to be there to congratulate him. Cause they're going to give the kid a new fucking car breaking the record. Oh, fuck him. And I'm Joe, not letting him get Joe's that. Like, Jeez coach. When I broke the record, you took me out for a milkshake. He's like, well, no offense. You couldn't hold this kid's jock. And then, Oh like, shit. But he's going to the stuff. He's like, did I tell you I had this much of my lower intestine removed? <laughs> like all this weird shit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh, man. Noah. He was in an episode of Wings. Yes, he's also in a lot of things. That's in Bill Murray's. Yeah, he is. He was in um, Groundhog Day, wasn't he? Yeah. Was he? Um, oh, yeah. yeah. He was. Wasn't he the he guy? He was the MC. The, the MC seer of all years. Prognosticator of all prognosticators. Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> All right, here we go. I got it. I got and I got my a third six pack in this section. All right, you're lighting it up. I told you I'm going to light them up here, and that is uh, Alice Cooper. And I quote this to this day: Milwaukee. I will call it when someone says I'm going to Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I said, don't you mean? Uh, don't you mean Milwaukee? Yeah, I'll say, don't you mean Milwaukee? And <laughs> people look at me funny. I'm like, but because of this movie, I pronounce it that way. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. It is. It's fu- fucking I hilarious. Reply, hey, can you go in the fridge and get me a can of old Milwaukee? <laughs> it's old beast. Uh, <laughs> be asked. In this section, that's when uh, dude gets his guitar. But while he's getting the guitar, I have a fact. When Garth plays the drum in Cassell's music, 
Mm-hmm. That's really Carvey drumming. He actually yes. is that good of a drummer. I did know that Carvey is very musically Talented. inclined. He plays guitar. He does all that shit. That's a dude that just talented. Now, Donna Dixon is Garth's dream woman, but he has been, but she has been Dan Aykroyd's wife since 1983. So Dan Aykroyd, he's an ugly dude. How did he get that money, fame, money, (laughs) money, fame, funny guys, funny guys do it. Hey, guess what? You know what? If you make a girl laugh, that's half the battle right there. Um, and you know what's funny? I heard you make them laugh every time you pull down your pants. Okay, so not, <laughs> or not every not time. Everything. Not every time. Sometimes it's only a slight giggle. I don't think that, <laughs> I don't think that counts as a laugh. And sometimes it's just an eye roll. <laughs> it's not a laugh. It's an eye roll. Okay. Um, are we ready? Yeah. Let me scrape up my feelings. Go ahead. <laughs> While filming the revamped Wayne's World under Benjamin's oversight, Wayne and Garth find it difficult to adjust to the professional studio environment. Their contract obliges them to give a promotional interview to their sponsor, Noah Vanderhoff, who owns a franchise of amusement arcades. After Wayne ridicules Vanhoff on the show, he is fired, leaving Garth to host the show on his own. This infuriates Garth and jeopardizes their friendship. Jealous of the attention Benjamin is giving Cassandra, Wayne attempts to prevent her from it participating in the crucial taunt music video shoot, but she breaks up with him for his distrust. So this is the beats. This is where we get all of the beats. <laughs> like before we were talking about how there's yeah. so much space. This one, you get it's all of you get, Just make sure you got it. They can't do the show. The break, he gets fired. We got the breakup. Like, and then, you know, all, every, all the getting as low as it can go. Like, you know how the hero's journey in a movie, you have to break everyone down. And Thank I think this scanners. is all of it. Yes. Yes. Oh, have you ever seen the? <laughs> yeah. Um. You know the the director guy in this the the uh what's his name Ben's second guy like the yeah he's in the show Psych. I always talk about. He's actually the, yeah. the coroner in that. You should watch that show. You still should. Just saying. Someday I'm like got I'm still right now too much to watch i'm deep in inventing anna right now i gotta get through that first great fucking show by the way and you got all the movies we're doing i mean all that shit yeah yeah um now the version that they were making of wayne's world it did suck it sucked badly like the music and like the you know the world excellent (laughs) yeah excellent (laughs) oh god it's horrible (laughs) like you know what though Here's the thing, though. You you got to love that is one thing I love about this movie, because even watching that as a kid, it shows you and you're already like you get it how much corporate America can fuck up something good that people like and actually the raw care, feel care about something. and can relate to when they overdress it for the masses and how much that can ruin something and water it down. To make it appeal to, I agree. People. Like you could see that. I remember, that, like as a kid, like getting that, like, what the hell kind of thing. Why would they do that? Why would they? You know, it's funny you say that because our show that we do, if it were, if we were to not use profanity anymore and we were to try and make it all clean cut, just wouldn't be the same show. No, I it's think just you. like more if anybody got a hold of this show that knew what they were doing. That's why I'm glad we have us running it that have no clue what we're doing. 
<laughs> we yeah, we want to so. keep it as crappy and public access as we can. But I do have a note here that you do, you have to run it by me before you walk out on the podcast. That's the rule. What do you mean? Like, if you're going to just walk out on the podcast, you got to say, hey, Mike, did this? I'm going to just, yeah, if you did that right fucking there and just walked out on the podcast. I mean, you know, and I love the term Dutch door action because I think I would like to give you some of that action. I don't think you're listening to me right now, which is funny because I'm saying shit and you don't know what it is. Yes. See, he's acting like he's walking out, folks. I wish I had like, you know, the steps like you hear do do like like I wish I had the the sound the the sound effects of steps walking away. I wish I had the sound effect of steps walking away. <laughs> like you know what? You, you just like I did that and you're like I was waiting for you to be just like I don't have too much to say right now. Oh, you wanted me to do the guard. No, no. I just wanted to I know told him. I just wanted to know that it would upset you and you wouldn't know what to do. And apparently it doesn't matter. You would just keep fucking talking. No. Do you know what I said? I said I would like to do some of that Dutch door action that I they were talking you. about. I heard you. I heard you. Oh. Dude, you're loud enough that when I put my fucking headphones down 10 feet away from me, I can still hear your stupid loud mouth. Don't worry well, about maybe that. you should take a take some cues. Like the cue cards of this, and that's my next six-pack. All right. I'm going to hit another six-pack. Dude, you've already done three. The fuck? Yes. Can we ever make All a right. six-pack just six the way it's supposed to be? Well, this is my last one. And it's the the note cards when Noah's sitting beside him and he's doing the thing right before he gets fired. I love that. That, that, It's low humor. It's low-hanging fruit. It is. But it never gets old. (laughs) It never gets old. It's it's great. But there's not really much else to say about this section. I mean, it's it's really all the shit that had to happen so that we could have the end of the movie had to happen. Right. Um, Like I said, a couple amusing things. Like I said, Dutch door action, the note cards. I will say the 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 one part. Oh, you were gonna you were gonna ask a question. Did you want to do it now? Since we're which question um, about things that we no, want we'll do that. We'll, that's at the end. That's our new deal. Okay, okay. That's our new joint for the end of the show. Um, but I got. Okay. I, I, I'll tell you what. I will give uh, my generic though. Oh, it's not just the loogie. Okay. Well, I said it kind of was, but yeah, I'm gonna there give this go. this for my generic, and this is me being the middle-aged person that I am now oh. um, when they get their car inspected, the mirth mobile. Oh, Oh, you talk about the gun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's my generic Garth. Have fun, everything, but right down the side of that other car. Oh, fuck him for that. Fuck and him I'm for like, that. No, but I'm like, <laughs> that's my generic only because I'm like, well, fuck the poor bastard's car. And what's going to happen? But the generic is like, what the fuck? They're going to make them fix it. They're going to make them fix it. That's, that's what I'm saying. Do. So somebody's got to pay for that. And that's not a cheap fix. <laughs> no, at our age now, we know that that shit's that not easy. Fucking expensive goddamn accident right there. That's not a nail polish fix. You know, you can't no. buff that out. No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> oh, man. There is nothing. Are you ready for this? There is nothing as seen on TV that's going to get that out. <laughs> yeah, new all. finish isn't gonna do it yeah, or whatever not, not gonna happen um, but you know you see that like you're, you're like oh fuck dude somebody's gotta pay for that what the fuck like that's not fuck? cool that's not cool <laughs> sorry i even remember seeing that as a kid it still kind of like irked me I'm like wait what, what's gonna happen to that all right I'm no ready. you're kind of a pussy as a kid though you know so oh you're you still a pussy thanks fuck you 
Okay. Wayne and Garth, if, if nobody could even see that. They don't realize what we're doing right there. <laughs> Wasted fucking joke. They don't realize what we're doing right there from the movie. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Wayne and Garth reconcile and hatch a scheme to win Cassandra back by getting her a record deal. They plan to ensure that Frankie Sharp hears Crucial Taunt play. I, I just keep wanting to call them Crucial Taint every time I see that, but whatever. Uh, while Garth and their friends infiltrate a satellite station with the aid of Benjamin's assistant, Wayne goes to Cassandra's video shoot but embarrasses himself in an attempt to expose Benjamin's ulterior motive. Cassandra initially tells him to go home, but upon realizing that Benjamin is up to no damn good and thinks she's a teenager, she changes her mind and leaves for Aurora with Wayne apologizing to her. Sorry yes. About, sorry about the teenager part. Low hanging fruit again. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. Uh, he was like well, looking you know. at her like she was an Atkins bar, man. Shit. <laughs> this, uh, I want to say a couple things. Um, the, the, this music video that they're shooting bad. It sucks. It's bad. It sucks. Anything, anytime there are snakes on the lead singer sucks. Like, listen, Can't be a good video. I'm going to tell you right now. The only time there's ever been a video where a snake was cool in it was patience with slash with the snake. Oh, I was going to say, wasn't the one with the, where uh white snake and Tawny Katane on the head, on the hood of the car in the head. Technically that's a snake video, <laughs> white snake. Here I go again. Yeah. Here I go again. There's no snake. Yeah, they the are the snake. That's the funny part. They're the white snake. That was really bad. You're yeah, reaching. whatever. You're reaching. <laughs> that's a weak fucking joke. Slash, slash with the snake. That's cool. Other than that, forget it. Don't try it. Forget it. Now, I want to say Spears, that what I learned. Fucking, remember that? Britney Spears at the VMAs with the goddamn snake? Oh, yeah. yeah no. Awesome. I don't care about a stupid yellow snake up on your shit. Yeah. Although you can see a lot of her now on her Instagram if you follow that. We do, actually, as a... Um, I don't <laughs> really want to see a lot of her. I never really did. But I usually follow a lot of pop stars and Look, stars I'm gonna, on our soda right, pop if we're gonna, club. I'm going to say this out loud and I don't care. All right? Don't, don't, don't say something you'll regret. Oh, I'm not going to regret this. I'm just going to say. The views expressed by Anthony are not always Mike's. Go ahead. But this one should be as far as and I don't care. I'm not talking about because Britney Spears is older or anything. I don't mean anything like that or whatever. Oh, or he's ageist. Anything Go that's he no, likes no, to, no, no, he no, likes no. him like Rob Lowe likes no, 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 him. No, I'm trying to I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to preface this just to let you guys know there's nothing to do with anything like that before anybody says anything like that. It comes down to one very specific fucking fact for me when it comes to women and who I would want to look at. If I know Kevin Federline has been in there, don't <laughs> care and don't want to see it. Oh, All he right? doesn't like his Eskimo brothers. Yeah, no, I just, I, when I like, if I know for a fact that you've been some with someone that I feel like I've seen on cops. No, <laughs> you're not attractive to me. All anymore. right. That's it. All right. Done. All right. Okay. So I want to go over some things here. I can't help but think in this movie, Mike Myers tested a lot of jokes. That eventually, he would land a lot better. Oh, I'm later. sure. Yes. Well, I feel like, he's and probably, I have it right here. I feel like he's done that in probably every movie he's ever done, though. 
Um, I don't know. So I married an axe murder. I love that movie. You don't, I think. But uh, no, it's not but, that I don't. I just haven't seen you it. Just in didn't so want to do it. Just haven't seen it. So um, well, that's why you watch it, anyways. The but in this one, he has the thing like it's not like your band's here and then the band walks by. That's kind of like the same thing you did in Austin Powers. Like you know, it's not like this, and then you know, oh, it's is it. And then he had the film. It's like there's any film in this camera, and that's kind of like taking the wig off the lady. You know, opens yeah. it, but there's really film in there. Right. And then his walking out and acting with his tail between his legs. He did that too in Austin Powers. It's like he did a worse job at those jokes in this movie, in my opinion, than he did in those. And I think this is like that's why I, that's why I think this thing is a lot of bits that right, he right. he worked on, and now he he mastered them to make his best p- masterpiece, well, which is Austin Powers. Right. But I I think uh, that kind of goes to what I was saying before, where this is a movie of bits. And this is a first for them to do a SNL skit and make it into yeah. a feature movie. And you've got these actors that this is kind of at this point, this is what they're used to doing skits, bits, small parts, you know, like five minute comedic things that, you know, this is what we're going for in this and this is where we're trying to get to. So for Mike yeah. Myers at this point, I mean, he's this is early in his career, earlier. So I think that's probably got a lot to do with it, that that's kind of what he's yeah. used to, you know, and you see, like, then he goes on to do awesome powers. It's like, oh, okay. You Which know? is way better. Right. But it's more of a full movie too. Yeah. yeah. I'm not putting that on Mike Myers for that or anything. I'm just saying, you know, you, well, they're you both his it. ideas. So I'm right, going to put them on him. His ideas. Wayne's world was a one-off little, you know, skit thing you do every week. On yeah. SNL. Well, he, and he tried you to have, make it a movie. You have to learn. Well, he made it. it into a movie. He did, and it still worked. But you have to learn this stuff as you go. So, in this section, there's a couple things I like, and above and beyond that, the testing of jokes. But the Terminator Two cameo was pretty epic. Yes, it was with awesome. uh, Robert Patrick. And I have a fact on here: Terminator Two star Robert Patrick, who makes that cameo, still has fans come up to him and ask, "Have you seen this boy?" To this, so like. So I, that would probably be weird. Your whole career, like you, he's probably done all these other things, yeah, and all these other th- movies, and everybody probably comes you know, up to him and does the one thing. It is, and I, I mean, I could see how that for like that would kind of be maybe irritating in, in, on one hand for some people, but at the same time, yeah. it's like just embrace that you were part of one of the best films ever. Take it, and it. you were awesome Love in it. it, and you were a total badass in it. Like I'm, I'm not gonna. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna get. I'll say by that, that. Like that's awesome. Yeah, I think that, it's great how the people I think still it's great come how, up to you. Sorry, go ahead. the people the yeah. people still today come up to you decades later and are quoting that. Like that's yeah. You know, think about it that way. Like you made an impact, a deep impact. And people will still be saying it decades from now. You made a so. deeper impact than deep impact. <laughs> that's a that's awful. But, I, you know, it's kind of like it reminds you of people who've leaned into movies like uh, Jeff Bridges. We did The Big Lebowski and Jeff Bridges, yep. and uh, it, he just leaned into it and just accepted that that's his most famous role ever, even though he's been a better actor probably in other things. Yeah, I mean, it's I get it. Like, you want to be recognized for your other work. But if you hit, but, you know, any actor, if you get one thing that people relate to and just love... 
enjoy the shit yeah. out of that. Like, you know, do the con circuit, make the money and, and lean into it. But that's the thing. Like, you know, a lot of these people, when they, I, I don't know about Robert Patrick, that he's doing the con circuit per se. No, he's older now, you know, yeah. but it's like, if you've got a lot of fucking money and you don't have to worry about money and you made an impact in film because of that. And probably it. right. Enjoy it. What the hell? I mean, yeah, it ain't like you're Robert Pattinson. You're stuck yeah. in Twilight. I'm just kidding. He fucking. He's killed. not Batman. He killed Batman. He's not Dude, Batman. He fucking killed it. He's great. He was great, <laughs> wasn't he? Shit. <laughs> He's oh, fucking great. My God, I don't even know. I have to. This re-rank. isn't a Batman review post. I know, but I got a Batman review. But I it's gotta, great. I got to re-rank my Batmans because, goddamn, I he might be number one. That is at the end of that. Well, I'm not going. I can't spoil anything. Anyways, what? What? Um, well, you can spoil it. Hey, spoiler! No, alert. no, no! Hey, not spoiling yeah, anything. Not spoiling part, anything. Like the release the at the end theme? of the movie, and the that um, the Riddler's talking to another guy. It's who you think it might be. No, Anyways, hey, 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 you didn't even see that. They already released a deleted scene from that. It is him. I know. I know that it's him. But there might be people out there who yeah. didn't see that. Spoiler alert! Everybody, it's not fair listen. to them. Stop. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, just plug your ears. But they did release a deleted scene. It is, in fact, Dr. Freeze. (laughs) You fucking idiot. That's not the deleted scene. (laughs) Okay. So anyways, Uh, I want to get back to Garth going, breaking in. And then the assistant tries to stop him. My favorite line from that is um, that Benjamin, if Benjamin was an ice cream favor, he'd be pralines and dick ice cream. Pralines and oh, that's dick. <laughs> dick. You know, another, that's awesome. I'll tell you another stupid funny thing, though. Uh, guys, I fell on my keys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's stupid. It is. They have a lot of funny. stupid funny moments in this. You know a what? lot of stupid funny. You know what's funny about that, though? Because if you fall on your keys, it fucking hurts. <laughs> oh, well, yes, it does. <laughs> it, like, leaves it, and you feel it in that and spot. You- Keys hurt, man. They're in your pocket. That fucking hurts. That's why I like the new key fob thing where you don't have a key anymore. It's great. Wow. I need keys. Nope. I got I key fob. I'm not, I can't get that technologically advanced. I can't do it. I can't go there. Okay. Well, I'm going to go I'm, here. I need Are my keys. Ready? I still need Android. I'm, I can't do it. Such a pussy. All right. All All right. right. Um, I've got this. Okay. The Wayne's World crew hacks into Sharp's satellite television and broadcasts the crucial taunt performance from Wayne's basement where Sharp and Benjamin converge. Unfortunately, Sharp declines to offer crucial taunt a record contract. As a result, Cassandra breaks up with Wayne permanently. She and Benjamin depart to a tropical resort. Stacy reveals that she is pregnant with Wayne's child. An electrical fire destroys Wayne's house and kills Garth. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the first ending. <laughs> yes. The first ending. I love this ending because to me, we never get the sad ending, you know, in a movie, we never get it to where it's just like, you know, great. I will say though, I do love the song ballroom blitz. I just don't like their version of it. The oh, original like it. is so good. The original though is so much better. Um, so there you go. I don't know. I like that one a lot. I do. I you like, like Tia Carrera. That's what you like. Oh, who didn't? But and this, I, when she gets like down there in that tropical island in that bikini, whew, I mean, would you same. want to be a snake? For five so minutes? wing, 
<laughs> five minutes in a video. I, uh, I, I, uh, I was 17 when this came out. So, you know, I'm like, Oh gosh, back then, you know, that was, yeah. you got so that I guess that material. video wasn't, that wasn't the worst video ever, I guess. <laughs> nah, <laughs> no. at that age, it wasn't now it's aged uh, not no. as well. But, right. Yeah. So yeah, it was a downer ending for sure at that point. So we thought. Yeah, it was a downer. It was a downer. All right, but that's that first inning. But do you want to read the the alternate, the other, the right. the, the second one? Yes. Let's go to the next ending. This is how it could happen. All right. Dissatisfied with this ending, Wayne and Garth turn to the film's audience and halt proceedings. We can't end the movie like that. They restart the scene in which Benjamin is unmasked as Old Man Withers in a Scooby-Doo parody, parody ending. Still unsatisfied with this ending, they restart again with a mega happy ending in which Cassandra successfully signs a record contract and begins a relationship with Wayne, or resumes her relationship with Wayne. Garth begins a relationship with a waitress, his dream girl, while Reform Benjamin learns that money and good looks do not necessarily bring happiness. And yes. we realize that love can exist between two heterosexual men. That is some gay panic bullshit right there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, of the of the 90s. That's like the, oh, we're afraid to love each other because it would be gay. Oh, my gosh. Come on, man. Now, a couple things here. I love these endings. And I think they are better executed than the movie Clue. Uh, uh, no. My opinion. No. I no. do. I think so. That's fine. I think they were funnier and better. I mean, well, the only thing good about the other ones is Wiseman. No, the, Clue the guy who was, just passed away. The Clue endings were epic because it's a board game, so it can end different ways. That's what makes it so fucking and good. And I didn't enjoy it as much. It. Well, you're I enjoyed this more. Yeah, but you're an asshole. Remember what I gave that movie, you know? You're an asshole. Now, this proves one thing, though, that she only loves him when she gets the deal. Because when the first version, she doesn't. She doesn't end up with him. Second one, she gets the deal. Oh, my gosh. Somehow she loves him because he got her the deal. Hence, you know, women only in it for the money. She loved him before that when he was wearing the fudgy thong up his ass. And doing his belly rolls. And doing his belly rolls, which I can also do, as we all know. Show me. Show me. It doesn't doesn't exist. He was pissed because Wayne was being overly jealous. That's why they broke up in the first place. Yes. What the fuck movie are you watching? Jesus Christ. You know what? Here's the thing that pisses me off about you. One of the things. One of the many, many things. (laughs) You say shit without thinking about it or just to say it. And I swear to God, I don't even know if you believe half of the shit you're saying or why you're fucking <laughs> throwing some of this stuff out there because that's a total ass fuck bullshit fucking thing. I believe she, I you do, do believe not. she liked him because she got the, de- she got the deal. She was with him way before that and completely happy. And then he started being Did a she fucking cock knocker. In the first ending, she wouldn't have ended up with Rob Lowe on the beach if she really Not loved him. about the ending, and that wasn't an ending, because that's just what they fucking made up in the goddamn movie, that it could have ended like this. And it would not have ended like that, because she wasn't like that. That's the whole fucking point, you dipshit. Well, that's the way they made it, so that's the way I saw it. How I can't go by anything other than what I saw. They made an ending where she didn't <sighs> love him because she didn't get the record deal. Then they make it one where she does love him because she did get the record deal. You, you tell up? me. 
So I can count to 10 in my head before we resume this. Well, actually, what I'm going to do ah, is I'm going to hit the six pack so you can give your final one. How about that? All right, I'll give it. <laughs> I hate you. My third six pack full body cavity search on Rob Lowe. Yes, I need Yeah. That. <laughs> Love it. Uh, you know, it's funny because it, he had that dirty feeling about him then because of the sex tape scandal. And well, so that. Felt like he was getting violated the same way he probably violated. No, but what's funny now is like, and you watch him afterwards walking all funny, and it's like, oh, walk up into you, the, you watch, walk, you watch the day, you're like, how many Atkins <laughs> bars did you eat <laughs> to be walking like uh, that? Because that's like cal calteen bars. That's what he's eating. Hold that in or what? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, but it is yes. funny, Rob Lowe in that position. <laughs> in that position but yeah full cavity <laughs> search walking all funny he got low got low got low right <laughs> oh all i right. see what you did there yeah <laughs> i got i've got i got I the last one for you, you ready did. rob low rob low <laughs> rob low are you ready for this no go ahead though all right during the credits wayne and garth say they hope the audience didn't think the movie sucked the duo later predicts the credits will fade to black which they do. So party on is the last message we get. Yeah, there you go. Now, is this where you want to do the thing? Let's do it. This is our new segment we're going to do, which is a fun thing to think about now. We've kind of done it before. We've we have done, done it before, before, but we want to make this a regular thing now. We want to talk about what movie prop or paraphernalia from that movie do you wish you had that you could own if you could get something or steal something from that movie set. So what, All right. Mikey, what would you like to have from this movie? Okay. Now here's the thing. I didn't put the fact on here, but there's a fact behind this and it would be the robot Garth was building that he took the hammer to, because the fact is what people don't know is that he was building that robot. So it would kill Benjamin, but it's not in the movie. Somehow yeah. it got cut the story of that, but that's what he was building was a robot to kill Benjamin. So mm -hmm. I would want that robot. That would be cool. That would be really cool for sure. I have another one. I have a second place one. So. Why do you have to always add more? It's a six pack because there's because six. I'm going to up. I'm going to up the ante. If yours is too good. I got to go another level. I got to no, go. Mine, another level. I'm going to tell you, you're an idiot. That's Eat one dick. thing. So the, the thing I wish I would have from this movie, if I could have one prop, um, and there's a reason for this though, for this particular movie, would the be Wayne's rank. no Wayne's Wayne's World hat. Oh, that would be cool. Now, here's the thing about it: the actual hat he wore in it. They probably have several, but the specific reason for that hat in this movie is because um, I remember this came out. You know, I was in junior high, and I remember one day outside of school, people were going the buses and stuff. I see a kid in a Wayne's World hat. Fucking now, A. No, this, but this to me was like, you know, this is before I knew Hot Topic existed or any fucking shit. Oh, yeah, that shit didn't exist to us. Yeah. So I'm like, this is the first time I've ever seen anything like that, like something from a, like movie related. Like, yeah, I my mind was fucking blown. I was like, oh, my God, they have those. What the? That's the, <laughs> that's the half from the movie. What the? You know, I freaked out when I saw that because I'm like. Holy shit. That that exists in the world? Like that was like my mind was blown. It does. You know, 
like you know how I'm all about you know I have a fucking closet full of movie Shit. pop culture t-shirts and all that stuff and dildos oh so do I but, yeah. um yeah so when I saw that though that that was my first like introduction to oh my god they actually make something like that from a movie and then it, it spawned your your vision of your future okay yeah well, I'm gonna give you yeah. the I'm going to give you the other thing because I was ready to up my ante to uh, this, the licorice dispenser and the mirth mobile. Right. I want it with the little cutter and everything. Yeah. It, it, it's just epic. If you could have that. And, and I had a comment on it earlier, but I didn't say it. I bet because they kept it on that roof when it was warm out, it probably made that licorice nice and soft. So it was probably tasty. It's probably fucking tasty. Ooh, nice and saying. soft. Yeah. You're you. So you would, you know, what you just told me with that. <laughs> I don't you, know what I just no, told you. Would have, yeah, you. You're, what you're telling me is <laughs> you would have eaten the gummy bear from the girl in the bus at the end of Ferris Bueller because it had been oh. in her pocket and it was a little warm and squishy. <laughs> yeah. You would have eaten that Give gummy bear because you Give like some the warm and squishy candy that's been in your pocket I all day. I do. I do. I do. Are you ready to rate this movie? Uh, sure. <laughs> oh, he sounds exciting. Here we go. Okay, so I'm going to go first here. I think this movie was made for me. Well, not me specifically, but my generation. Me and Anthony's generation, because it came out like right at the sweet spot of our ridiculously underaged, pathetic humor that we had at the time. And other than the hockey references, this movie hits it perfectly, like the, the comedy that would have hit us at that time. But, but here's the thing. I was never a huge fan of this movie. Um, as a whole, like I said, I like bits and pieces. It's like if you were to tell me, Mike, do you like the bit about Foxy Lady? That's a 24, right? Do you right. like this bit here? That's a 24, Mike. Yeah, that's a 24. But then there's parts where I'm like, oh, well, that crucial taunt, that's a one. <laughs> you know, maybe a two because Tia Carrera is hot. And that's the thing, really. The movie feels like a bunch of skits and a bunch of SNL skits. And they kind of shoehorned a story in there. So, and some of it worked, some of it didn't. Um, it's an above average movie, but not as much as I would like it to be. So I only gave it 14 cans. All right. So I agree partly with what you said, but that's how this usually goes because you're stupid. But whatever. Um, I This movie, so does some of the humor hold up as well today? No. It was a great movie at that time. And I think a lot of my review goes into that as far as my ranking because of how much I loved it and how much of an impact it was. Cause it was like the movie to see to me, you know, it's like at that time that filled up a big space. That was like Wayne's world was it. It was awesome. It was like, and I think a part of it is the age I was when it came out, it's like, this is amazing. This is great. It's hilarious. It's awesome. I love it. You know, so it came out at the perfect time, I think, for my age demographic. And it was so good, so funny. And again, Garth, right, like alone, just steals it. I mean, it's a 24 for Garth by itself. If it had been called The World According to Garth, it'd be awesome. But um, 
they're uh you know the humor in it and some of the stuff it is and you even mentioned this there's some stuff that's kind of lame kind of low-hanging and just whatever you know looking back it's you know some of the things and i think that's one of the things that you run into with some of these especially these snl skits and movies is there's some stuff that it's it's funny the first time but it's not funny every single time you know you see it later it's like you know i laughed the first time it's just yeah i've seen it kind of thing it's not just oh that's still funny but Mm -hmm. like i said it the movie itself is just it's it's so good even though it's so stupid the plot and so many things about her so stupid but it's so funny and fun to watch and like it still is i give it 18 yeah that's fair nostalgia partly nostalgia and like i said the impact it had on me where your nostalgia goggles are on good yes my nostalgia goggles are so good so funny and there's stuff we didn't touch on that we never like the hockey thing i know you weren't into hockey but game on game on like that's awesome Going out in the street, playing oh, hockey, moving it, car, car. Did you? Game on. But a little, a little fact that I forgot, I didn't put in here as well as the the Stan Mikita's uh, donuts was actually a Tim Hortons. So was it really? That's awesome. Yeah, and we never heard of Tim Hortons back then, no, so that no. tells you. But that's what it was. So there you go. No, I was like, so we well, knew about Tim Hortons without knowing it was Tim Hortons. Yeah, I was so like, what's this fucking donut shop from Canada? What the hell is that? I don't know. All right. So where does that put us? That gives us 16. And what kind of company do we have? Um, Threes. I've been watching that. You know, they have all those on Pluto. You have to watch ads, but they're there. Uh, I'll tell you. <laughs> come and I'm, knock on my door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. Uh, I'm just, I'll give you company. It's, it's identical to Mean Girls. Both our schools. Oh, wow. I gave it 18. You gave it 14. That's Mean Girls. Yeah. But what about my daughter was on there? My daughter was on there, though. Uh, Your daughter gave it Mean Girls 16, which was the average. Made it a 16, so yes, it didn't matter. It was already 16 without that, yes. So there you go. There's there's your company. Three's company. That makes sense. I enjoyed them very similarly. Yeah. There's 16ers up in here. Love toaster strudels, though. So fetch. You know, those are tasty. All right, are we ready? Is that it? Do you not have anything ready? For what? What's to, to like other movies other than that or anything? It's any, Is there anything that shouldn't be better than that's right below it? That it shouldn't be? I don't know. Things below it. All right. So we would like to thank you for listening. We also encourage you to hit that subscribe button and leave us a rating and comments. Remember, you can go to sodapopcultureclub.com for all things related to the show, including your chance to make those movie suggestions. And our episode schedule is there as well. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch, and we do have a TikTok if you find it. And uh, now we want to give you a little tease as to what next week's movie may be. See if you can guess what it is by Anthony's excellent tease. I love you, sissy. <laughs> Mama, my legs are sweaty. All right. So <laughs> I just can't help it. Oh, I'm going to be quoting that line forever. Fuck, I'm going to hold the so, wall. <laughs> as always, we would like to thank you. Uh, for listening is there anything else uh that you would like to say anthony from your hole in the wall clubhouse thank thank you guys for listening i appreciate it and i'm we just sold our house so i'm glad i didn't put a hole in the wall (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah.